Good evening. Welcome to the five o'clock service. Shall we all rise for the reading of the word? We will read from Hebrews 7, 18 to 28. For on the one hand, a former commandment is set aside because of its weakness and uselessness. For the law made nothing perfect. But on the other hand, a better hope is introduced through which we draw near to God. And it was not without an oath. For those who formerly became priests were made such without an oath. But this one was made a priest with an oath by the one who said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever. This makes Jesus the guarantor of a better covenant. The former priests were many in number because they were prevented by death from continuing in office. But he holds his priesthood permanently because he continues forever. Consequently, he is able to save to the utmost those who draw near to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. For it was indeed fitting that we should have such a high priest, holy, innocent, unstained, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. He has no need, like other high priests, to offer sacrifices daily, first for his own sins, and then for those of the people, since he did this once for all when he offered up himself. For the law appoints men in their weakness as high priest, but the word of the oath which came later than the law appoints a son has be, who has been made perfect forever. This is the word of the Lord. Lord, we thank you for this word. We thank you for the letter of Hebrews written 2,000 years ago, but yet so real and yet so powerful for us today. I pray, Lord, that it will just captivate our hearts, grip us in our souls, and sanctify us in our bodies. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. You may all be seated. So good evening. This is our 5 p.m. service. Uh, by the way, uh, the one who did the call to worship was R.C. Can you uh, stand up, R.C.? Maybe some of you were late and you didn't see that, so pinatayo ko si R.C. Namamanhikan lang po siya sa 5 p.m. service. Meron siyang nais kunin. <laughs> so mamaya, we'll have a show of hands kung papayagan ba natin. <laughs> so this is our fourth week of Set Apart, a biblical view of holiness. I hope you've been able to see even in small measures, in segments, that as awesome, as fierce, and as awe-inspiring God's holiness is, and as fearful as we are about God's holiness, it's God's holiness that works for us a much better good. A much better good. And last week, uh, we talked about Yom, Yom Kippur. Can you say Yom Kippur? So it's the highest holiday 
of the Jewish nation. Ibig sabihin ng highest holidays, it is the most important holiday for the Jews, even to this day. In fact, the scripture describing the Yom Kippur mentions that this holiday you will observe forever. So hanggang kailan? Forever. Very good. Forever, you're going to do this every day. And in that Yom Kippur, the most special holiday, something that God paints a picture, something that you will set apart from all the other holidays, you will do. So, and in the picture of Yom, Yom Kippur, we mentioned about the two goats. Who remembers the two goats? Two people. So what would happen there is that it's an observance by the whole nation. They would bring two goats. And they would cast lots. The high priest would cast lots. And one goat will be called the Lord's goat. Why? Because it's going to be sacrificed. It's going to be sacrificed. In other words, it's going to be killed. And its blood is going to be used for the sanctification of the, the temple. That's the, uh, the Lord's goat. Sa Tagalog, analitin the Lord's goat, yung papatayin. La goat. Okay. Na, nakalimutan niyo na kagad. <laughs> the other goat, the other goat, hindi siya papatayin. It's called the escape goat. Diba yung the one who got away. So that goat will be led out in the wilderness never to come back. Diba? The one that goat away. So diba yung uh, sila goat ang sinasabi diba why me? Sabi, sabi ng goat diba? So yung the goat who got away, the one who, the one who got away, ano sinasabi naman niya? It's not you, it's me. <laughs> so yun ang first case of ghosting. So, <laughs> back to the spirit tayo. <laughs> so yung pagkatay sa la goat, that in essence is the atonement for your sin. Atonement, ibig sabihin, binayaran. Binayaran yung kasalanan through the death of that goat. The escape goat signifies that your sin has been cast away, never to come back. Your shame has been cast away, never to come back. Because there are two, there are two Results of sin. Death and alienation from God. Death and alienation from God. So what the high priest would do, he would lay his hands on the, on the goat and then he would confess the sins of the nation. Uh, forgive us, Lord, for our adultery. Forgive us, Lord, for our greed. Forgive. He would confess the sins of the nation. And in essence, the picture is the, the guilt and the sin of the nation, our sins, are transferred to the goat. And who gets punished? 
the goat. Kaya nga siya lagot eh. And our sins transferred to the escape goat. And where is our sin? After that. Away and never again to come back. Away and never again to... It will never come back to haunt you. May mga ganun din eh. May got, got, got away. Meron man yung bumabalik and it haunts you. Tawag doon, who goat? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know if I should uh, take that as a compliment or... <laughs> so, that, that's uh, the picture we have there. But another important factor in the Yom Kippur is the agency for which it will be done. It will be done by the priest, and where it will be done, it will be done in the temple. So the priest or the high priest is an important function. Not anybody can do that, not even a king. In fact, in the Old Testament, we find that Saul, Saul, the father, no, Saul, the first king of Israel, at one point, because wala pa yung prophet, late, late yung prophet. Dumaan siguro sa Edsa. He offered the sacrifices himself, which he was not authorized to. So you have to remember in ancient thinking, and even today, and especially as Philippines, we know this, you don't just go directly to the president. You have to have representation. There must be an authorized representative. You can't just do it yourself. And I think that's the maybe foolishness of fallacy that we have now. Perhaps in modern religion, everybody thinks that they can create their own laws, uh, whatever is right in their own sight, and they can mediate, negotiate for themselves. Isn't it? Uh, a lot of us, we want to negotiate for ourselves. But in this picture, even kings cannot do that. And not just any priest can do that. Only the high priest can do that. But this offers for us a reality check. Now, it's supposed to be done forever. Sabihin niyo nga sa katabi niyo, forever. Sa, ka, sa, sa kaliwa, no? yung sa kanan naman sabihin niyo, walang forever. So we're, we're left with a dilemma. Parang isipin mo, ang dali lang na magdadala ka lang ng, ng kambing. Magdadala ka lang ng kambing, tapos you atone for your sin, yearly mo na lang gagawin. How many would think that? Ang dali lang nun, di ba? Dala ka lang ng kambing, and then you're done. But Hebrews 10 tells us that all of this I hope you were able to imagine what was happening now. All of this, 10 verse 1, For since the law has but a shadow of the th good things to come instead of the true form of these realities, it can never, by the same sacrifice that are continually offered every year, make perfect those who draw near. Sa Tagalog, English na lang, it was just a picture, but it could never make you pure. It can never 
sanctify you. It was just a picture. Example, how many of you, no, not, not you. For example, uh, you try to know someone online. Makita mo ang ganda. Then you chat. Wow, I, I connect with this person. This person is, is beautiful. That is just a foretaste. It's just a picture of either something better or something good. I hope you don't think a picture is better than the real person. Because if it's, especially if it's uh, online, it might be just a filter. filter, Remove the filter, then mukhang goat. <laughs> or, or nobody ever says na, oh yeah. uh, I'll marry a picture. You'll never do that. It's just a foretaste. It's just a foretaste, foretaste of better things. In the same manner, it is never the fact your boyfriend finally flies in from the United States. And then you look at the picture. Picture na lang. You're still holding on to the picture when your fiancé, your girlfriend, your fiancé is already there in human flesh. And still you're looking at the picture. Has that ever happened? I hope not. No, you... It, it, the picture will pale by comparison. Right? Well, how come no? Wala bang married no? I think there's a couple here who say, yeah, the real thing is better than the virtual thing. Maraming ba nagsisisi na you got the real thing? You should, yeah, the real thing is better. The, you know, it's better than the picture. It's better than the, the icon. Better than the icon. The, the yes. So what picture is it pointing to? Avatar. What picture is it pointing to? What picture is it pointing to? That a person can be atoned for and he is not the one receiving the punishment he is not the one banished to eternity yet he is the one blessed in spite of what picture is it pointing to what high priest picture is it pointing to because there's a problem with high priest and if you've studied history there will be a certain segment there that says, you know, there's, this was the dark age of human society where the priests were corrupted and instead of preaching love, etc., etc., they were into power and they used their po power to colonize nations. They used religion to colonize. Co colonized nations and they used it for torture. How many have heard of that narrative? Well, I don't know. But at the same point, there will be leaders or priests that they were good priests. They established universities. They sacrificed. They were martyred. Now, uh, a number of years ago, I was in Thailand. And there, 
uh, the, and their king was a very benevolent king. The one that recently, who passed away when I was there. And uh, he is the reason why Thailand has modernized and perhaps maybe now ahead of certain countries in the Southeast Asia, beside Malaysia, Indonesia. That nation, you know that nation where there are three main islands, a lot of archipelago. You don't know that nation. Where you're sitting at right now, <laughs> that nation. So, uh, and when he died, they mourned for one year. One year yung mourning. And when people experience good leadership, good priesthood, they would say, sayang, sana there be more like that. But in the history of, even biblical history, it's very rare that they will have a good leader, a good king, a good priest that uh, in succession. Like for kings, we only know of David and then a couple of kings down under, the rest were bad. In a lot of things. Because men are easily corrupted. Men are mortal. The bad news is they are our authorized representative. So what the Yom Kippur points us is there's a true reality that's better than what history can ever give. Hebrews 7.28 says, For the law appoints men in their weakness as high priest. What a comfort. Weakness of men. They're mortal. But the word of oath which came later than the law appoints a son who has been made perfect forever. The first point that is driven in the verses we read is the priesthood of Christ. So I let the, uh, the rabbit out of the bag. The better picture, the greater reality is the priesthood of Christ. The priesthood of Christ is an eternal assignment. The priesthood of Christ is an eternal assignment. Have you ever experienced that you may kilala kayo somewhere and whenever you have a need, because you know that person, you're quite confident that you will get uh, a favorable, you will get favorable action. Like in school, like yung, you know the principal, the principal is a friend of your mother, and in spite of your grades being uh, tittering on the apocalypse, you are given the assurance that yes, you will make it to third year. Wala, okay. Wala makarelate. Or, or, you know, you know somebody, the barangay captain or the, or the police chief, or you know the president of uh, the chancellor of a certain university, and you know that you will be able to get in because there's favorable conditions. Not good, but you know what I mean? Especially tayo mga Pilipino, we always ask, uh, Papa, Ayos bing grade mo, hindi. Sino kilala mo sa ano, di ba? Sino kilala mo? But there are times na, there are times that, wait, hindi na si Tito yung chief of police. Hindi na si ano ang chancellor. Hindi na si ano. Then what have you? Back to, back to zero. Now those are negative examples. Not really good examples. <laughs> Let me just say that. But the role of the high priest is to represent you. To represent you faithfully. To represent you 
to bring you in the best light. If you have a bad priest, even he, he himself will not qualify. Or if you have a good priest, ang galing na priest natin. But he dies. Or he gets sick. Then you are limited by your priest. That's the old picture. Now, the old priest came through a blood lineage of Aaron. So they were imperfect. They had weaknesses, but they were appointed by the law. The, the verse we read. But Jesus is the true picture of that high priest. And the good news is, good news. He will never die. He will excellently and perfectly represent you forever. Sabihin mo naman may forever pala. The second, basahin ko lang is Hebrews 7.23. The former priests were many in number because they were prevented by death from continuing in office. But Jesus will never die. So the priesthood of Christ is an eternal assignment. And by the way, the priesthood of Christ is different. The priesthood of Christ is different because God swore an oath. You will be a priest forever. So it's not based on uh, the law. It's based on God's promise. Forever kang priest. God made an oath. Jesus, you'll be forever be a priest. And your priesthood will not be different, will be different because your priesthood will be that of a son. Which tells us that the priesthood of Christ, number two, is perfect. It's an eternal assignment and it's a perfect assignment. How many of you have had a representative na magaling siya dito pero dito hindi siya magaling? You may tutor ka, magaling siya mag-tutor ng history, pero hindi pa siya magaling sa math. Or magaling siya sa sports, pero hindi siya magaling sa math. That's an imperfect tutor, an imperfect priest. But Jesus Christ is the perfect priest. Again, men were chosen for their weakness, but Jesus out of an oath. Uh, verse 26, for it was indeed fitting that we should have such a high priest, holy, innocent, unstained, separated from sinners, and exalt, exalted above the heavens. The temple was a picture, or the tabernacle where the off offerings were, were made, was a picture of heaven and earth intersecting, where they reconnect. That's why pagan temples would often had, have a ziggurat, on its side. A ziggurat is like a pyramid with stairs. It's the stairway of the gods to the earth. But the Jewish synagogue, tabernacle, did not have a, a, a ziggurat because that is not the picture we have there. The picture we have is a holy of holies, a holy place, and an outer court. That is where the, the picture, 
whether this is the tent or the temple that was finally built. And if you notice the innermost sanctum, the Holy of Holies, only the high priest can enter once a year to offer sacrifices for the forgiveness, atonement of sin of the nation. Once a year. So he'd offer blood for himself, offer sacrifices for his for the place, to sanctify the place, and offer sacrifices for the people. Once a year long. And if you go there, you're not the high priest. You're just a priest. You're a low priest. Or, 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 or you're just an ordinary citizen. If you enter, then you die immediately. The holy of holies. Or if you're the high priest and you enter there, and you yourself are not atoned for, you're not clean, you would die. So how do you rescue or remove the body if the high priest dies? Tinatanong niyo ba yun? Paano kaya kung namatay siya? Yeah. There's a bell placed on his ankle and there's a rope. If the bell stops ringing, it means patayin na yung high priest. And what the others would do, they would pull the priest out. Parang uh, flag ceremony. Tapos na po ang reign ng high priest. They did that every year. Now, there's a problem. Uh, 70 AD, the temple was destroyed. Wala na pong priest. In fact, now if you go to uh, Jewish places of worship, they, what they have are rabbis and not priests, and they don't offer blood sacrifices anymore because the elements are not there, which, which was a command that they should do for eternity. The elements are not there. So how does the priest look like during that time? How many of you are curious how a priest looks like? Because their clothes tell of their function as well. So the high priest would look uh, similar to this or like this. So they would have a turban. They would have a sash. They would have stones here. Uh, and all of that represents something. Uh, in summary, what it represents, the turban would, uh, is an indication that he is dedicated to the Lord. He belongs to the Lord. Take note of that. Dedicated to the Lord. He belongs to the Lord. And the other aspects of his clothes represent Humility, righteousness, purity of, of his office, his function, and of his person. But I, I'd like you to take note, one in the middle, the bling blings in the middle. So the blings in the middle, those are actually precious stones. They're, they represent the 12 tribes of Israel. And there are two stones there called the Urim and Thurim, which represents uh, the wisdom of God. It's actually like a... Uh, a gadget when you want to know the will of God, the Urim and Thurim. We don't know exactly how that works, but that's how they determine the will of God. We don't know if it lights up or something. But the point is, those, those stones serve to remind that whenever they face the Lord, they, care, they represent the 12 tribes of Israel before the Lord. That the Lord would remember the 12 tribes. And whenever they would face 
the people, it represents that they know what they're going through. That they are one with them, that they represent the people of Israel. So when you go to the Holy of Holies, how many of you like it when in Malacanang, yung sa office ni BBM, nandun yung pangalan mo? Nandun yung pangalan ng uh, Victory Christian Fellowship for our uh, um, PIDAF. May PIDAF. Yung, the name is there. As long as it's there, you know you're on the list. Right? So, that's, it's a bad example, but it's, a, it's the idea behind it. That your name, you're represented in the throne of God. Because that, essentially, that's the throne of God here on earth. Again, but that's just a picture. That's just a picture. The greater picture is, he's not just any ordinary man who's representing you. He's not just pure because of what he wears. He is pure because of who he is. The one representing you is the best of the best, the goat. Greatest of all time. But there's a difference with this priest. And this is where it's crucial. So you need the temple, you need the two goats, you need an offering. So you notice in our worship today, si RC, kahit nagaling siyang palawan, wala siyang dalang kambeng. Pastillas lang yung dinala niya sa amin, no? Kaya hindi pwede yung ganyan. <laughs> Pastillas. And uh, we don't have any animal sacrifices anymore. Although maybe in our tradition, when, pag nagpapagawa ng building, ng bahay, may tradition of of uh, sacrificing. Now, maybe a lot of us are thinking, now, why is that the picture so bloody? Why couldn't just God, you know? And you hear that a lot from TikTok. Why couldn't just God forgive? I'm a human being, but if my son makes a mistake, uh, if he breaks my, my uh, crystal, and we mahal the crystal, Sovarovsky? Uh, if they break my Rolex, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would not ask my child to pay or maybe just do the chores, but I wouldn't do that. And I'm just a human being. Have you heard of that? Because God is holy, holy, holy. And actually, when you forgive someone, you forgive your son, what you're, what you're actually saying is that, not that, not that you know, you, you're debt free. What you're actually saying is, you're not paying for your debt, I will. Right? If your son breaks an import, uh, glass, uh, heirloom, expensive heirloom, and you forgive your son, what you're saying is that you're not going to pay for breaking that. I will assume the cost. You will not assume the guilt of breaking that heirloom. I will bear it for you. My forgiveness will allow you to rise out from that guilt. That's actually what you're saying. Now, but if you're saying that, you know, you broke something and then, just pay me 10 pesos. 
or you're a policeman, let's say for example, and uh, he stole, uh, somebody stole uh, an item, and you're a kind policeman, you're a loving policeman, you say, you know what, I know you're, po- you're, you're poor, sige, alis ka na lang. That's what, what we think of forgiveness. You're a good policeman, but you're not a righteous policeman. You're not a holy policeman because you did not satisfy the requirements of the law. And by the way, even if the policeman lets it go, he will never be free from that sin unless that, that crime is paid for. You steal something, you stole from your boss, 500 million, tapos hinuli ka ng police, sige, naintindihan kita, 100,000. Naintindihan kita, 100,000 lang yan. You might be, you think you're scot-free, but you're never scot-free because that guilt will be over your head. The offended party can always come anytime and say, you stole 100,000. When that policeman dies, I'm coming back for you. It's in the CCTV. That's not Bishop. Okay, I know. I'm, I'm just saying that, emphatically saying, that's not a perfect atonement. A perfect atonement pays for the price, which tells us how sinful we are. We think it's just sin. No, we are dreadful sinners. Why? Because we know the bill. The cost of our sin is the Son of God. What was the offering? What was the perfect offering? The perfect offering that Christ offered was not from goats or bulls. Hebrews 10, 4 to 8 says, For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Consequently, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired, but a body you have prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sin offerings, you have taken no pleasure. Then I said, Behold, I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written of me in the scroll of the book. When he said, when he said above, you have neither desired nor taken pleasure in sacrifices and offerings and burnt offerings and sin offerings, these were offered according to the law. In other words, the goat, the two goats, the burning of the lamb, the bull, it never really satisfied God. He needed the obedience, an obedi- sacrifice of obedience and perfect love which was offered by God himself. God offered the answer. Jesus is the perfect high priest entering the Holy of Holies that's exclusive, that you could only enter once a year, bringing whose blood? Was it the blood of goats? Was it the blood of lambs? He came in with his own blood. The atoning blood for us is his own blood. That's why he is the perfect high priest. So when he was crucified, 
is act as a priest. Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. So he is the high priest. That's the picture. He's the true high priest. He is the true offering. He's also the true temple. There's no more temple now. All you have is a wall. But Jesus said, destroy this temple in three days. I will raise it up again. The body of Christ is the temple. So the picture of Yom Kippur, its fulfillment, it was actually pointing. Pointing that its true fulfillment is in Christ alone. In Christ alone. So you, will, you don't have to do it every year. Once, he did it once and for all. Once and for all. That's the reason walang dalang kambing si RC. Baka yun maging one point nyo. Bakit walang kambing? And, I, and uh, I mentioned RC because I love the verse that he opened the service with, which is Exodus 37. And the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. Keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. Uh, theologians call it God's calling card. This is the manifestation actually of the holiness of God, the set-apartness of God. When God showed himself to Moses, sabi niya, I'll just show you my side because it might kill you. But if you want to know who I am, the Lord, the Lord, merciful and kind, long-suffering, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. If you want to know what the holiness of God does, is He perfects for you a salvation, a perfect salvation, unquestionable, a salvation that is forever. That's why Jesus is called in verse, uh, in verse, in the scripture we read, verse 22, this makes Jesus the guarantor of a better covenant. You want to know how the holiness of God brings gracious, long-suffering, and faithfulness. You see what God has done for us. That is the picture. The gospel is the picture of God's calling card of who He is. Holy, holy, holy. His salvation is holy, holy, holy. So in other words, mga kaibigan, mga kapatid, tagalugin ko na, pakitranslate na lang kung may foreigner kayong katabi, hindi tayo pasang awa. Pasang righteous tayo. Because we stand before God on Christ's credit. Our sins for His righteousness. He who knew no sin became sin so that we who are sinners become righteous. The creator of life became the bearer of death so that we who bore death will be given life. The great exchange, 
holy, holy, holy is the Lord. So what is our response? First Peter gives us a response. And tells us who we are. Now before, a high priest can only once a year. But during the crucifixion of Christ, a six-inch curtain that divided God from the people was torn in half. What does that mean? We have now access to God Almighty through the work of Christ. And we are no longer just ordinary people. First Peter 2, 9-12, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Beloved, and here's Peter's word for us. Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable so that when they speak against you in, as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. You're perfectly saved so you can bear fruit in good works. How do you know that you believe that your sins were transferred on the sacrificial goat? That you are no longer cast away into the wilderness? How do you know that you believe the fruit of your life? It, it's a fruit now, not a root. So I hope when you... When you see your life and you know, these things are not aligning to the Word of God. I'm not, there are things, fleshly things in my life that is not pleasing to God. Uh, my answer to you is, my initial gut re reaction is, not, not, stop it. My reaction to you is, go to the story. Go to the point of your victory. The point where Christ paid for your sins. The point where he gets, gets your guilt and takes it upon himself. When he takes your sin and puts it upon yourself. You have to visit the gospel, the grace of God. Revisit the exchange. Revisit the exchange. So, di ba, pag binigyan ka ng property, tas ayaw ka papasukin ng guard, parang hindi mo, ayaw papasukin ng guard, hindi mo, you're not going to insist on, through, through being loud. You insist by taking the deed of assignment or the deed of sale given to you. Here's the deed. So go back to the deed of your victory, the victory of Jesus Christ. Whatever area in your life that is. Whether it's financial, by the way, moral, relational, emotional, go back to your deed of victory in Christ. By the way, buhay pa yung nagpirma. Nasaan na yung nagpirma nito? Buhay pa! Saan siya? Katabi, nakaupo na sa trono. Ay, siya pala. Amen? That's why we're called victory. We live our victory because of the victory of Christ. And our response now, I'd like us to respond in worship and thanksgiving.
Can we all rise and think?